Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Parenting Tools podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Jordan. This is the podcast where two tools doing our best at parenting <laughs> talk about the relentless beauty and the hilarious chaos. Come on now. Of being parents. Amazing. Look at that. <laughs> it took us a few weeks, but we got it. So, Jordan, how's your week been? Good. <laughs> Good. Do you know what I feel like we should do? Go on. Because the world is clever, and we can see when we get a bit of an influx of listeners. Yeah. I feel like we'd reintroduce ourselves, because we've not done that since episode one. Okay, yeah. And we always ask our listeners, who are you, and what have you got? Yeah. So I'm going to pose to you the question of, who are you, and what have you got? My name is Jason, and I have a wife... And a two and a half year old daughter who is beating me in arguments. <laughs> you say this so much. I know, because it's so true. I am losing. And I honestly, I'm looking to my wife for backup because I'm like, what do I do? She's just sending the reinforcements. <laughs> so we, yeah, that, that's pretty much us. What about yourself? So I'm Jordan and I've got a wife <laughs> and I've got a three year old boy and a one year old girl. Wow who is melting me I said this on last week's episode every single day I feel like I fall more in love with her every day yeah she's at that phase that stage where she's just doing more and more every day it doesn't stop though does it it doesn't no. stop I still find my, literally every day I'm like to my wife oh she's just so amazing yeah and like I'm obviously waiting for the day of going oh she was a nightmare but it's even when they are nightmares they're still amazing yeah and she's getting like her hair's growing more so she's starting to look more like a girl and oh. like she's got a little like nose she's gorgeous those yeah big eyes and oh, a little smile oh, mate. yeah so that's me two kiddos <laughs> no dog <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any uh, hint of a third nope <laughs> no. why would you say that I think that's important for people to understand introducing yourself yeah no <laughs> the thing is I'd, like don't get me wrong if I had a third I know I would I'd love them yeah it doesn't worry me now having two like I know I can reproduce that love <laughs> oh wow that sounded wrong but like, practically as well but yeah the whole thing of like how do you love your second as much as your first I always thought like I love my little boy with 100% of me. There's only 100% I've got. It's like, does he now get 50% she get? But it's like, you somehow get 200%. And it's just like, how? I don't know. Wow. The, for me, the practical challenge scares me. Yeah, that's the, that's the more potent question. Is any hint of a second for you? So we, we would like a second in the future, but I, literally it's really practical. We're waiting until we're physically fitter. <laughs> Yep. So since our daughter, so our first, our only daughter, um, she was born early and she was in hospital for a lot of that. And one of the adverse effects, not really on her, but on us, is that we let go of our eating because we got so stressed and things just hit us hard. And then one of the first things to go was our discipline in eating. And so me and my wife just ballooned. Um, I literally, so I, I am not a tall man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not a tall man. <laughs> I'm not a very tall man. Taller than me. But it's not hard. <laughs> I reached the same weight as Tyson Fury. And he is a tall man. He's the world heavyweight champion. And he boxer. got heavy at one point. Oh, I wasn't as big as him, <laughs> as heaviest. He hit 30 stone at one point. I am 
a heavyweight boxer's fighting weight and I am not fit. <laughs> so I've got to lose some weight and that, that's the plan. We want to get fitter, health, like just healthy and then we'll think about trying for a second. But because really like it's tiring having kids. Yeah. And like I want to give myself and my wife the best chance at like succeeding. Um, and so that's our, our plans. Whether or not we get there, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'd like a second. A second to myself. <laughs> Do you know what? I can't say Lovely. that. I can't say that because my wife gave me a lion at the weekend. A lion? What Quarter to nine, she came and woke me up. Wow. It was amazing. And then I felt like I felt a bit worse for the lion. Oh, here's a question for you. This has hit a nerve. Because prior to having kids in a marriage and in a relationship, it's all about fairness. What's fair? Treat each other exactly the same. Now we've got kids and we've got to a place where we recognize and people might get there a lot sooner because they're just more mature and sensible. We've got to a place where actually treating each other the same is not the best for us. So me and my wife, because we don't respond the same to those actions. For example. Interesting. My wife requires more sleep. Not just from a, a, a sake of, oh, she's tired, she wants to lie in more. She physically cannot operate with less sleep. That's me. I, I, on the other hand, I can usually function six or seven hours. I'm usually good to go. And so what we were doing for the first like year of our daughter's life is we were just doing everything equal amounts. So equal amounts of lions, all of that sort of stuff. But then the adverse effect on that was equal amount of alone time and like time by yourself. I'm a huge introvert. I need time by myself more so than my wife does. And so now we've kind of got to a system of it's not fair in the fact that we eat, get treated the same, mm. but it's what's required rather than what's fair. So anyway, I'm all saying that because I haven't had a lion for a while and I think <laughs> I need one now. Yeah, if my wife's listening to this, I require nine hours of sleep <laughs> a night. I require chocolate and that's why it's so big. <laughs> So you, you started to lose a bit of weight. I did. You were, according to the NHS app, yes. officially obese. Officially obese. Question is, yep. are you obese or are you no obese? <laughs> <laughs> this is a feature. I, I officially am, uh, I've edged out of obesity. No obese? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No obese. <laughs> Get in. But like right on the cusp. Still no obese. It's it, on the NHS app, S app it goes from red to orange and there's a little indicator to show where the line is I'm smack bang on the indicator you don't look obese I don't look it but I'm sure inside I do <laughs> it's just clogged <laughs> which is the sad truth I'm so unfit I'm um, unfit though I've just got skinny wrists <laughs> <laughs> so no matter what I wear I've just got these skinny wrists that make me look skinny. Skinny wrists. Maybe that's what I need to focus on. <laughs> yeah. Wrist training. When I started to get like a bit of a dad bod on the go and I, I, I changed my, I didn't go on a diet. I changed my diet. Yeah. And people go, oh, you don't need to go on a diet. Look at you. And it's like, you can just see my wrists. If, you, if I were to take my top off, you'd tell me to go on a diet. I might change it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not quite, a, uh, honestly, I've had one of those weeks where I've, I've not checked the scales. I've got an app which tells me like where it is. I've not even gone near it. Not because I've been slacking, but just haven't had the mental capacity. The man flu. Had the, I've been down. Yep. Been taken out of action. MIA. <laughs> I get knocked down. <laughs> but like you, everyone, like parents will know, like when you miss something, 
you, you don't get a chance to catch up. You, it's, you're straight back on the treadmill and you've just got to keep going. So you've got to do all the stuff, all your responsibilities that don't stop. And so it's checking my weight is one of the things that I've just not had the luxury to do. I'm, I'm hoping that I've lost an extra little bit. It's too cold to be checking the weight. You've got to, <laughs> if you're doing it properly... Cold. You need to be yeah. it on. If you're doing it properly, you're not wearing clothes when you weigh and it's just too cold for that. <laughs> I put a stone on, it's just layers. <laughs> oh, amazing. So we, uh, a few weeks ago, we said about donating to food banks. Yes. And we just want to say thank you to everybody that has done so. We greatly appreciate it. But we had a message from a friend of the pod, Calum, who said he has donated. Calum. <laughs> Calum. <laughs> How badly can you say Calum? Quite. Is, uh, yeah, quite, is yeah. quite is, So yeah, thank you to, to you, Callum, for your message, letting us know that you've uh, donated. Please do keep donating to your local food bank and uh, send us a message if you've done so. Yeah, amazing. George, we had an opening question. We have had an opening question, which is on that screen, very blurry. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to zoom in because my eyes are not that good. Your anymore. eyes aren't good. <laughs> I'm about to borrow your glasses. I think legally I can't drive without my glasses. <laughs> Oh, really? I think so. Have you had to inform the DVLA? <laughs> yeah, that was the... Uh, when I was passing my... When I was taking my test, that was the bit I was most nervous of. Really? Was the bit where you have to read the... Oh, plate. I was nervous about that, but I memorised the one in front. No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> because there was like a number of us taking the test at the same time, and I was last, and Amazing. they all pointed to the same one. And so whilst I was standing next to the car, I just memorised it. Not because I couldn't see it, but because I was nervous that I wouldn't be able to see it. That's so funny. That's pretty bad, isn't it? Yeah. I'll, um, oh, you got it. I'll pull it up. We're zooming in. We're zooming in. We've got it. Jordan, how do I pronounce this name? Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that was a genuine question. A- <laughs> was a- He's got first name and surname as one. Oh, I see. So I, I see. feel like, um, I think it's just Mark. Mark. Or it could be Ma. <laughs> it could be, yeah. Anyway, we're going to go from Mark. <laughs> what was the, was this one of the opening question stickers? This was one of the opening question stickers. So this is from Mark. The price of formula. I pay £17.50 for Aptmon Advanced. Is it worth it or should I buy the cheap stuff? Do you know what you're paying for there, Mark? The Advanced. <laughs> You're paying, you're paying for the advanced. That's what you're paying for. What's in it? Advanced stuff. <laughs> advanced minerals. Advanced. <laughs> so you had you had an expensive one, right? Because of the allergies. So yeah, so my daughter's allergic to egg, milk and soy, but like the milk protein. So even the alternative powders, like she would react to. Yeah. Thankfully, now this is huge. On the NHS, it was prescribed, so it was free. But there were times when you ran out and they were close, so you can, couldn't, couldn't get another prescription. For not the big tubs, we're talking about the tiny little tubs now. Yeah. You're talking, and it depends, it varies depending on the pharmacy or place we can get it from, between 20 and 30 quid. That's mad. And that would last you three days. Yeah. Which is mad. And so if we were having to pay for that outright, honestly, I don't know how we'd survive. Jeez, that is mad. We um, So first time round we did Aptamil, not advanced because we're cheapskates. <laughs> um, and then the second time round, um, the prices have gone up. So we said we're going to use Aldi's own, uh, I believe it's Mamia is the Aldi's Mamia. brand. Could be wrong. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we did that. I think it was £9. So still 
Not was cheap. It, was it advanced? No. No. No, just Mamiya Mia. But um, it was, yeah, £9, I think. And it was, it's exactly the same. If The only thing is, and my wife did a lot of research on this, is when you switch between brands, obviously there are some differences. Yeah. Sometimes it can take a bit of time for their stomach to adjust. Yeah. So we had that. So we would often change especially in the beginning, trying to figure out which ones worked. They can take a few days for their stomachs to adjust. Yeah. And it can be quite uncomfortable. But I honestly know not much about baby milk. £17.50. I know that's a lot. How long would that last? Oh, I can't remember. Not long. It's gone a week. We went on holiday <coughs> and we were in Greece and we took a fresh, like a whole tub. We went for a week and we ran out on the last day. We had to wow. go to the local supermarket and find something and greek alphabet isn't isn't normal letters so it's quite quite tricky so i was facetiming my wife in the shop and she was like get that one i've seen that one online i've seen it on instagram get that one so uh, we bought anyway it was fine it, it worked all right there you go <laughs> so there you go thank you uh, mark i believe it's mark, <laughs> we, mark. you never know <laughs> and we've had another comment on instagram from catsby and catsby came uh, and talks oh god, gosh can't even say it Catsby <laughs> <laughs> go again I'm gonna go again we've had a comment from Catsby on the video talking about um, our Disney top three yes so Catsby Lion King number one she Lion knows. King yeah that's fair fair she knows yeah. Finding Dory not Nemo ah uh, okay Finding Dory I actually quite enjoyed that one I did Catsby said so underrated <laughs> and Wildcard, Mulan. Oh, I, I'm with you on that one. Or is it Mulan? <laughs> it's Mulan. Mulan. That's a great film. Mulan Rouge. I got a little bit scared of that as a kid. I can't. It's, that's the just around the river bend, right? Isn't that Pocahontas? Uh, yes. There we go. There we go. I'm clued up on my uh, Disney movies. Mulan is Mushu. Mushu, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, uh, the little dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Yeah. I was disappointed that it wasn't in the reboot. No, I watched it. Ah, classic. No, I watched it, but yeah, Mulan. That's a. That's not in my top ten. Obviously, didn't even know what it was. <laughs> it's the one where she, she disguises herself as a boy to go and fight. Yeah. So her dad doesn't have to. Yeah, some cracking songs in that. That's lovely. Off the top of my head, can't think of them. <laughs> Just around. Uh, make a man out of you. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Weird, you looking me in the eye, singing that. <laughs> Do you know what? Actually, even there, Pocahontas, what a film. Yeah. Aesthetically really pleasing. Isn't, isn't, isn't there a thing that, like, Avatar is just Pocahontas? Is it? Yeah. The storyline's like, just the, the same. The storyline's oh, just... Yeah, it makes sense. A guy invades territory, falls in love with a girl, turns on his own people. Yeah, that's Pocahontas. I was describing Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Get a new story, James Cameron. Yeah, they're making... There's a new one of those, isn't there? There Avatar. is. There's, there's like, you signed up for like five or something. Or ten. I think he's literally gone, this is my own money. I'm going to make all of them. He'll be dead at the rate he's going. They're taking like five... Ten years? It's ten years? And the rest? Good 12 years. Is it 12 years since I, the last I one? I reckon. I reckon it's 12 years since they made Avatar. <laughs> so there you go. Thank you, Catsby. <clears throat> So, George, you know how everybody says that kids are like sponges? Yep. It's so true. And, like, I found myself being like really careful, like, about what I say around my daughter because I wanted to pick it up. Um, and, like, there was an occasion this week where she was singing a song 
And at the moment she's into this thing of she's making up words. And she stumbled upon a word, <laughs> which was definitely uh, a word. <laughs> oh, wow. The, the F-bomb. Really? Yeah. She really? was just making up words. And she decided that was going to be her main feature of that song. No. And there was a moment where me and my wife just locked eyes, <laughs> trying not to laugh, trying not to like just swerve her away from the, the word. And eventually um, she changed it to socks. <laughs> what are you saying fox <laughs> but anyway um i i i thought that we've done quite a good job so far she's a pleasant like girl she's polite she's kind she says please she says thank you yeah. however there's one thing that we've recognized which he has obviously just copied off uh, her mum and dad and so a part of the bedtime routine we use alexa to play a song and so we say Alexa play calming piano music the problem is is that there is one particular calming piano song which Noah likes and so when we respond we think we do so in a calming manner but Noah's learnt to say this now so she'll do it she'll say Alexa turn on calming yeah, piano music we've got that and then it will begin to play not the right one and immediately without a split second thought she'll go Alexa stop in any other circumstance you can't talk to people like that. <laughs> but Alexa's not a person. It's not, it's not acceptable. <laughs> so I just let it slide. Yeah, wow. I, do, I feel sorry for kids called Alexa. <laughs> because you just, well, you, just know, <laughs> yeah, you just know that people are taking the mic. Uh, yeah. It's become so like famous now as well. Yeah. But it's, it was that sort of split moment where I was like, she's obviously, we have zero patience for Alexa when she gets something wrong. Because it's an in, in, inanimate object. It has no feelings yet. Yep. But it was like that moment of going, I didn't realise I was like that. And now, every time I ask Alexa for something and it doesn't happen, yeah. I can feel the rage. I'm like, oh, I need to change that. Yeah, I've definitely incorporated please and thank you. <laughs> into my interactions with Alexa. That's a great Alexa. shout. That's yeah. a great shout. Just got, just got to be done. Whereas we've raised a monster that has no respect for now artificial intelligence. <laughs> yeah, Alexa's not got feelings. Although I think um, if you tell Alexa to like shut up or something, it will say that it doesn't understand rudeness or something. Oh, really? Could be making that up. But yeah. I'm pretty certain that happened to me once. I, I just find it funny watching my daughter interact with it mm. and the prop so she's got one in her room because we used it for white noise because we used to have a white noise machine and it broke and so we put the Alexa in there for a <coughs> temporary measure and it just stayed yeah <laughs> which is bizarre because sometimes you'll go in and she's turned it off but also one of her lamps is controlled by yeah. the Alexa and so far, she's understood that when it's bedtime, she doesn't turn it on. And wait for the day where she realizes she has the power to turn the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it mad, like, what they're growing up with now? It's just, like, a given that there's voice-controlled technology in their bedrooms. And it is well, not mad. a given, but it's pretty common. It's mad. So, what I was thinking, I grew up with uh, Nokia 3310. Classic. Indestructible. Didn't have it until I was uh, 10 or 11, I think. But all you could do on that was play Snake. Oh, yeah. Space Impact. <laughs> Which was always like a mystery to me. I could never figure it out. 
but I now couldn't even still now. But now kids are born into YouTube, uh, tablets, Alexas, yeah, like everything, and they take to it like water, like literally. Well, not they, like they a fish are to water. easier to use though, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, that's the, the way they're designed, isn't it? Mm. But it is. It's mad to think what their equivalent of the technology we've seen improve will be in their lifetime. Oh yeah. It's like yeah. in, in 28 years, what will have changed? And what will they be having these conversations with their kids about? Yeah. My little girl, she's 14 months and she'll like see my phone and she'll just start to scratch at it and swipe it and, and all that kind of stuff. Do you ever get it when they're like, if you're on a laptop, they try and press the, like it's t- like a touch screen. Yeah, but my laptop is touch screen. Oh, there so you go. It's well annoying. It's a work <laughs> laptop. I'll, I'll say that. I've not bought myself a fancy touch, touch screen laptop. It's a work laptop. So she'll come across, touch the screen and then, ruin everything yeah it's gone <laughs> it's it's well annoying but on the um, the kind of Siri front I'm going to move personal assistance Ooh. I had my phone plugged in and um, we were going somewhere and I had Siri on the navigation and it was one of those like areas where you, you're making lots of turns yeah so Siri's constantly just butting in on what we were listening to we were listening to a podcast and um, eventually I, I'm not a swearer I said, for Flip's sake, literally, for Flip's sake. And uh, I was like, gosh, like Siri, give it a, give it a rest. We go in the car, next, uh, next journey, Siri chimes in with some instructions. My little boy in the back, Flipping sake. <laughs> oh gosh. It makes you like, like really cautious, doesn't it? Yeah. What you're saying, like you become so aware. Yeah, and we didn't realize why he was saying it. And then the next instruction comes, Flipping sake. It's just copying. Translatable skill. So we're in Asda and uh, an announcement comes over the PA. My little boy, flipping sake. You've got to be so careful what you say in front of them. And that is a big driver for this podcast existing. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> so we've got a, another listener message. So this goes back to... Do you remember the opening question we had where it was just, do you hate your partner's parenting sometimes? Oh, yes. <laughs> so we uh, posted that and the original poster of the question came back to us. Her name's Ermac and she said, I totally forgot that I even asked this question. <laughs> she went, I did have something on my chest. We spoke about it and now I'm fine. Until next time. <laughs> have you just outed her there? <laughs> I have indeed. I think the fact that she's come back and uh, commented again makes it okay. You're no longer anonymous. No, you're no longer anonymous. Although we've probably said that name wrong, so she's probably all right. <laughs> Says passive aggressive on high. Thanks for answering and the advice about not discussing it in front of the baby. The bub, as she's put it. Um, she goes, I have a stay at home with our little one story, actually. It was the first day after my husband went back to work and I was having major trouble breastfeeding Leo. Oh, little Leo. And he wasn't latching. It was a lot of work and I failed for sure. But on that day, he latched. So I reached out and grabbed my phone to take a video, like you do, only for me to drop my phone right on his forehead. (laughs) 
<laughs> Safe to say he never latched again and formula became my norm. Wonder if he's on the optimal advanced. <laughs> we both cried it out. Maybe I should worry about my own parents' inability. <laughs> P.S. Leo's good. It didn't kill him. <laughs> oh, dear. Have you dropped anything like that on you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. A phone? Yeah. On the head? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I managed to ca- kind of catch it so it wasn't full impact, mm. but we were lying on the bed looking at photos and it slipped out my hand. And obviously, like, you're holding it. Were you holding them? And oh, yeah. I felt so terrible. Right on the forehead. <laughs> In the face, just oh yeah, but just a just a clip. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> I bought one of those cases that's like big and bulky, so I can. I hate it, but I don't drop it. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that she's put. Maybe I should focus on my own parents' inability. <laughs> just like the, the self awareness of that. You got if you can't laugh at yourself, what can you do in this life? Oh, wow, that's hilarious. That is funny. So. <laughs> Jason, Sorry. it's a uh, so <laughs> Jason. <laughs> it's uh, it's approaching December. Do you know what? I, everyone says when you get older, time flies. Time is flying. I can't believe it's actually coming up to Christmas. This year is mental. It's gone so quickly. Yeah, it's it's flown by. So I started a a course in January, and I can't believe that it was January that I started. Wow. Like we're at the end of the Does first it feel year. Quick or feels really quick. But then, last Christmas feels really far away. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. But December's coming up, and um, Christmas is nearly upon us. It is, and like this is like the the daddy issue of the season. <laughs> it is the reason. <laughs> it's the reason for the stress <laughs> for many people, and it's the the very fact that Christmas is expensive. Yeah, it's so expensive. So many aspects, not even just buying presents for people, like buying so much stuff in all the time. You go over the excessive on the food and you're going out and all the trips. Christmas is just really expensive. And I saw uh, an article from the money guy in the UK. What's his name? Martin. Martin Lewis. Martin Lewis. It's the only man with two first names you can <laughs> Martin Lewis. And his article was basically saying this year, and I think he's done it like for the last few years he was saying this year why don't you consider giving the gift of like people not buying you a present it's like in families where you like spend loads of money give them the option to just not buy you a present especially if it's like not needed or it's just excessive because that would take so much pressure off especially like the times that we're having now are getting quite difficult yeah Um, but it was just that kind of one awareness of going oh actually maybe people around my life that don't necessarily want to participate in like buying presents or other stuff other stuff just being aware of how much stuff costs like this time of year yeah we've done that with um my family we just like said don't we're not going to do presents mm. partly because it's just more stuff it is it is like i don't need anything yeah if if there's something i need i'll ask for it or i'll ask for money towards it yeah but um it's just kind of yeah like you say it's expensive it's just more stuff to find a home for as isn't it like as we've got amazon now like if you want something, you mm. you tend to buy it if you need it. But what we did in our family, um, Secret Santa. So you, you're buying one present rather than buying everybody a present. And so you can s- you can either slightly up the budget or keep it even cheap. But the, the fact is, you're just buying one present for a big group of people. Yeah, that didn't always go down well. But 
<laughs> bit of a political one that yeah so if you are listening in the car or if you're listening with your kids around I'm going to talk about Mr. Klaus Mr. Klaus so if you want to uh, <laughs> if you want to pause and revisit or if you want to skip forward five minutes <laughs> we don't want to give away his secret address of where he lives during the holidays and his holidays obviously not being shout out Santa <laughs> but do you know what one of the best things for me about being a dad is getting to be Santa have you, have you done it no no but like going downstairs after you put the kids to bed on Christmas Eve and like putting the presents out setting everything up ah, see we've not getting done it that ready yet. it's the, it's the best wow Christmas for me like as a as an adult yeah I just wasn't that fussed and I know some people like really get into it but for me it was like it's just it's some time off work yeah but now I've got kids it's super exciting again and that whole thing of like putting the the carrot out with him and the drink or whatever and then drinking it and leaving it out just knowing that he's going to be really excited in the morning to see if this drink has gone oh, so, so talk us through everything that you do in that so he's only so he's three so we only had really last Christmas where he's aware of what's going on yeah um, but like my wife did footprints on the, the floor from our chimney which is an electric <laughs> fireplace <laughs> but <laughs> I remember saying that to her like it's electric we've not got a chimney like our two year old boy is going to walk downstairs and go it's like he's going to say yeah how does that work logistically <laughs> see the footprints the carrots um, yeah we did carrots a bite of the carrot did you uh, like some milk or, or whiskey it was, whis it was whiskey because I like whiskey it's like oh yeah Santa would like some whiskey <laughs> Um, and then we like get the presents out and put them in some piles and get the additional stuff down and it's just dead nice see we've never done it yet again because I, I thought we were just too young to have a clue what was going on she was happy with like wrapping paper last year <laughs> <laughs> but this year we're planning to do some stuff not sure the logistics of what we're planning but it's, it's have you ever done Elf on the Shelf uh, no and I will not for the listeners that don't understand what it is, what is Elf on a Shelf? So Elf on a Shelf is a, is a little toy elf yeah. that gets up to mischief um, on the days of Advent. Okay. So from the 1st of December, I think it's the 1st of December, uh, kids will come downstairs and this elf would have done something. Gets himself in all sorts of precarious situations and scenarios. <laughs> and my wife did it at school for her kids. And she put so much time and effort into it. Mm. Bless. And they loved it, but it's, it's not for me. <laughs> See, I'm not a big fan either, but because I've heard some horror stories. And many one, of my, one year, my nephew got really scared of the elf. Like, like how? Just because it was like doing mischief. He did, he's not a fan of like kids doing naughty things. Good on him. And so the elf was doing naughty things and he wasn't happy. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of stuff with toilet rolls. <laughs> it's like, how is, why is that acceptable? <laughs> for me it's just it's just another thing to it's another thing. to do it's another thing life is <laughs> life is busy enough <laughs> without having to do elf on a shelf but some people do it and like the kids love it don't they but it's I have just got too much on my plate uh, I'm excited we've bought um, it's like a little plate that sits near the fireplace and it's got like writing on this is where the bread like the carrot goes and this is where the yeah. drink goes excited to use it for the first time this year I think we've got one of those Santa's Santa's plate of yeah, I'm, stuff I'm still like having conversations with Santa to what drink he wants but we'll see 
depends how the diet's going. <laughs> Santa would like some Huel. <laughs> Imagine that. Huel in a protein bar. <laughs> so we've had a, a, a comment. We have had a comment on the Christmas front. So this, um, oh, I've got the person's name off. I'm ever so sorry. <laughs> it says, speaking about Christmas and the kiddos, once I heard some mum explain about how they go about it. They tell their kids that the small inexpensive gift is from Mr. Claus and the big expensive gifts are from mum and dad. The idea behind this is when the kiddos go to school, there is no confusion why Santa gives someone else the newest iPhone and someone gets their siblings used jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Since I heard it a few years ago, I have always liked this concept. That's a great concept. That's, that's got me asking a few questions there. Firstly, what age do you tell your kids? They figure it out, don't they? I think they, I think yeah. they figure it out. I think one thing that worries me is them not figuring it out and they're getting a bit... I don't want them to be the last kid in their class to, to know. My sister-in-law, um, my mother-in-law tells me that she was going to secondary school believing in Santa and she just had to tell her because she wow. didn't want to go to secondary school yeah, that'd be brutal <laughs> 11 yeah wow. in Santa. but my mother-in-law actually she says um, when her kids said to her is Santa real she said this, the day that you stop believing in Santa is the day he stops bringing you presents wow which when you think about it is true but do they still get presents? No, but then someone else just gives you the presents. Oh, true. You know, it's from your mum and dad. It's not from yeah. Santa. So that's that's a nice way of wording it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to go down that road myself, but I, I like it. I, I do like it. But um, I remember my nephew once, he, was, he wasn't very old, but he asked me, like, if, um, if, mommy and, if mommy and daddy buy the presents, what's Santa doing in the workshop? What's it? What's he do for a living? Yeah, or something like that. And I can't remember the exact wording of it, but it was like, I remember just talking about raw materials. Go <laughs> <laughs> for the confusion method. Yeah. I was just like, well, mummy and daddy provide the budget for Santa to get the raw materials. Santa's and then, the contractor. Yeah. And then he puts it all together in the workshop with the elves and then he delivers it if you've been good. Santa's a contractor who's using small people as labour in his yeah. workshop. <laughs> Funded. By the great uh, public of the world. Do the elves get paid? They get Enjoyed. Homed. They get they get housed, don't they? It really sounds like a fair work environment to me. <laughs> Santa just stamping all over the little people. Oh, no. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I love Christmas again from the other side of it. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. It is, it is a thing, isn't it? Like, like Christmas gets magical again when you mm. see it through the eyes of your kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's definitely in that phase at the minute of he'll see something on TV and he's like, can I have that for Christmas? Oh, like, put it on your list. That's lovely. Put it on your email. <laughs> put it on your email. <laughs> you put it on your WhatsApp to Santa. <laughs> you can do an email to Santa. <laughs> All you need to do is Christmas. Do you do, you do that? What? Are you going to do like the Santa list? And So I don't think we've approached that level of understanding yet. So we've gone through, one thing that we did was at Smith's, the toy shop, they give away the catalogs. It's like the old Argos catalog, RIP. Oh yeah, they don't do it anymore, do they? No, I've no, they stopped it. it a few years ago. So Smith still do a catalog, and we kind of did it as a as like an activity, but also an indication to find out what she likes. 
And so we just went through the, the entire book. Yeah. Just looking at all the toys. And that was quite like a good activity. But also now we know what to get her if she wants something. And so she'll know, oh, I want that for Christmas because we've explained that bit. But we haven't explained or in, like even attempted the writing a list of Santa. Mm. I think that's confusing at this stage. <laughs> Did you used to do that when you were a kid growing up in the 90s? The oh, glory days. I'll tell you one Go thing. through the Argos and circle what you want. <laughs> and this was a parenting tip from my mum that I experienced. Is some years when I wasn't very good at writing lists. <laughs> or sitting down and writing it. <laughs> and so my mum used to do this thing. And she said, just circle it in the Argos book and Santa will know. Yeah, he'll know. He won't. <laughs> Those pages are too thin. <laughs> ripped through it. <laughs> But it's brilliant. I, I, I just assumed that was my list going out. And there was always that talk of Santa won't get you everything on your list. Mm. But That's amazing. We used to, me and my mate, like we'd go on car journeys or like whatever. And we'd just have an Argos catalogue. And for hours we'd be like, page 712. You're like, right, we're in the middle. Um, so we need the sports equipment. And it's just before, and like jewellery was at the front, wasn't it? Yeah. Toys were at the back. Yeah. Like... There was always that one remote control car that I always wanted. Mm. It was the one that flipped over. Yeah. And it was like green on one side and it was blue on the other and it could flip over and it would still work. And drive it to the wall. I had one of those. I had many because I kept breaking them. (laughs) But I always wanted it. And it was never as good as I thought it was when I got it. Is there anything that you really wanted, like aside from that, that you asked for Christmas and you never got it? I'm, I'm sure there was many things like we weren't that well off growing up so there would have been many things that we didn't get but nothing that scarred me <laughs> where I remember it <laughs> so I I asked for a Buzz Lightyear and never got one wow and my mum always said like no it's just it's too much money fair play she was very upfront. <laughs> Um but then as soon as I had my little boy I had to get him a Buzz Lightyear is that why he likes Buzz so much kind of forced it upon him <laughs> No, he does like Buzz Lightyear anyway. Like he's he's got about six different Buzz Lightyears in wow. this house of different sorts. Ones from books, ones from free toys, one from whatever. Yeah. But he's got the actual Buzz Lightyear, and then that broke within the warranty. So like now we've got a second one. It's like we've got so many Buzz Lightyears, but <laughs> overcompensating for my young disappointment. <laughs> I've always wanted the like the full set of like Toy Story. Yeah. Like the actual proper toys. The full crew. Yeah. He's got a Mr. Potato Head. Love a Mr. Potato Head. I've got a missus. <laughs> oh, no. He's lonely. <laughs> he is. Well, John, I want to pick up on a... Uh, it's not necessarily a daddy issue. It's uh, something that... We, we put up one of our videos on TikTok about tantrums or when our kids tantrum. And we had a comment which was something along the lines of just bad parenting. Yeah, we are, um, according to JMB on TikTok, our videos are trying to normalise people that don't parent. By, because our kids are having tantrums. It wasn't even that. It was a video of you saying about going out for food. Oh, yeah. And you mentioned you look away and a drink has spilt or some cutleries on the floor. It wasn't even about tantrums or bad behaviour. It was two-year-olds spill things when you're out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're normalising bad parenting. But on that note, on TikTok, I saw two very different videos and there was a little bit of Twitter, Twitter beef, TikTok beef going on there. TikTok beef. 
<laughs> one of the videos was this so-called expert saying how to deal with tantruming kids. And it was along the lines of just ignore them. It's all for attention, all that sort of stuff. And then the other guy who was more of an official expert who actually been like researching the area for like the past 12 years. That's the comment that I remember. Um, <laughs> who was basically just refuting that. I was saying that they're just like trying to understand stuff and figure stuff out. And so it's that idea that if your kid is tantruming and you're hearing people saying that it's, oh, you're such bad parents or anything like that, it might not be that you're a bad parent. You actually might be a good parent and someone might just need to hear that you're not doing a terrible job if your kid's been a bit of a nightmare because kids are nightmares. <laughs> well, I said last week about my little boy having a bit of a meltdown about the blue flecks in yeah. his toothpaste. Am I a bad parent? parent Ooh. because he didn't like blue flecks in his toothpaste no <laughs> and I'm confident enough to say that Yeah. is he attention seeking because he doesn't like the blue bits in his toothpaste no No. they're just kids and that's like the way that they ex express themselves yeah and I think what got me thinking is that there's there's a whole group of people which will look at any sort of thing that your kid's doing and that reflecting negatively on the parents. And like, even as a parent, if you're not processing that with people that are healthy yeah. or have got these types of opinions, you can end up feeling really down. And it's just a little thing of going, you might be doing better than you think. Yeah. Keeping them alive is a good step. Yeah. I really feel for mums because <clears throat> the majority of mums will spend more time with their mm. kids going out in public, going to baby groups, going to mother and toddler groups. And the judgment that goes on whether it's spoken or not yeah. like is I just really feel for for those that really feel it and the odd comment here and there and what what annoys me about comments like the one we got on TikTok isn't that it's directed at us is that the people that feel like a bad parent yeah because they've had a negative experience of going out with their kids for food and it's not gone well will see a comment like that and it reinforces that notion that if your kid has a bit of a time of it out, you're a bad parent. Yeah. And that is just not true. Mm -hmm. And that's what, I had to hold back a few comments. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote <laughs> out a few. I wrote out a few as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and we had the, we had the video that, um, I don't know what's classed as viral anymore, but it got to like 400,000 views. So quite a lot. It's good for us. Uh, yes, yeah, really good Amazing. for us. About um, when I said about my experience having my second child, where I was yeah. feeling nervous about how do I love a second child as much as, as my first. And I had loads, we had loads of people replying saying, thank you for saying this, because this is how I feel, or my husband feels the same way, yeah. or I'm not having a second child because I'm worried about this. And then you'd have the odd comment, people going, this guy doesn't love his second child as much. Yeah. And that doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me at all, because one, the person doesn't know me. Two, they've not seen me spend time with my kids. I think if it was my mum or someone <laughs> someone close to me saying, do you know what, you quite clearly prefer your first, then I think, do you know what? Not sure if a TikTok comment is the most appropriate yeah. avenue for that conversation. <laughs> but because it's someone that, you know, doesn't even know who I am. Oh, it just doesn't bother me. But you're reinforcing other people that yeah. are saying, this is how I feel. You are reinforcing that lie yeah. for other people. And it just does my head in. And that's what I was trying to get to. And like, one of the things that I, I not even caught myself, a similar sort of thing, was uh, we signed our daughter up to baby ballet. Like, and... Uh, Cute. So my 
mother-in-law used to take her along to that when she was looking after her and it's fantastic one of the days she was on holiday and so me and my wife took her instead and uh, I was shocked to find out it was only half an hour so I dropped dropped her off not a dog by herself <laughs> with my wife and then um, I went to the shops doing some weekly shopping I thought I had an hour to kill and halfway around I got a call oh we're finished I was like oh it's only half an hour what are they doing and so I went last week and uh, I thought oh, half an hour half an hour was enough <laughs> the, the, the respect I have for that lady for the people who run the group oh my word trying to do ballet with two a room full of two year olds there was there was my daughter who loves it and likes she likes instructions and she likes to follow the other kids not so much especially if you're having a bad day as well and it was half term so it wasn't as orderly as usual yeah kids just running up and down like okay we're gonna sit up now and there's kids not even giving an answer just sprinting away <laughs> half an hour was was plenty i couldn't um i, I don't think i could deal <laughs> don't think i could deal with it so gracefully as and graciously as you know children's work i have so much do. respect they're amazing yeah and uh, it's not for, it's not for me <laughs> but i sit down <laughs> Do your plie. Yeah. <laughs> I get annoyed after two minutes if my daughter doesn't do what I ask. <laughs> Let alone half an hour. <laughs> like, how many people were there? How many kids? There was only like three. Okay, so not a massive So, because it, it was half term, loads of people were away. Yeah. Which, in a way, made it worse. Because mm. it was like, clearly there was... More awareness. she powered on. Yeah. It was, oh, it was, it was amazing. <laughs> oh, bless her. Oh, that's cute. Baby ballet. Yeah. Does she love it? She absolutely loves it. She goes on little tippy toes. Does she? Yeah, she does all the little actions. She does good toes, naughty toes. <laughs> she loves it. Oh, that's so cute. That's really cute. <laughs> oh, amazing. Anything else you want to talk about before we jump off? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you know, um, speaking, because we're going back a few few topics now, talking about your kids repeating things that they, they hear you say. Yeah. My uh, little boy the other day, we were having dinner at my in-laws and um, he wanted to get down from the table and my mother-in-law picked up a carrot and because uh, I said, well, we're at Nana's house. I said, you ask Nana. He said, Nana, can I get down? And she picked up a carrot and she was just about to say, if you eat the carrot, you can get down. And she picked it up and he went, don't you even think about it. <laughs> And it's one of those, you, you, you could hear it, a kid say that and think, what a rude little boy. But it's what we say to him. Like if he picks something up to throw it, we, we go, don't even think about it. Or if like he's going to get down from the table. <laughs> it's brilliant. So he's just like repeating what we say. So then am I a bad parent? Because he said that. No. no. My response to that is to hide my mouth whilst laughing. Yeah. <laughs> But to say that's that's not nice. Yeah. You, know, you have to you have to listen to Nana. And anyway, he didn't eat the carrot. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you've got any questions, comments, stories, we would love to hear them. Maybe you're just uh, think you're a terrible parent and you want some just camaraderie of all of us in the same boat. Send us a message, or even if you've got something funny, that'd be nice. <laughs> uh, send us on TikTok or Instagram at Parenting Tools Pod. If you want to send us an email, please do at parentingtoolspod at gmail.com. If you're listening and you don't follow us on Instagram and TikTok, why not give us a little follow? Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. 